You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. They both come in giftable boxes with savings up to $46 and free shipping for a limited time. Go to OSEAMalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide. Yes. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Stage Door Podcast. Before we get into today's episode, talking to Latin dancers and performers Lily Cornish and Charlotte Page, we would like to acknowledge the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, the traditional custodians of this land on which we work, live, and record, and recognize their continuing connection to land, water, and community. We pay respect to elders past, present, and emerging. Eliza, take it away with the bulletin. Sixth the Musical has announced that they will be rescheduling their Brisbane seasons to January 2023. A statement was made by Lewis Withers on behalf of the production team. We, like all other arts and entertainment organisations in Australia, are currently navigating through unprecedented circumstances. But with an ongoing border closures, we have had no option but to delay our rehearsals and first season. We send our love to the production team and can't wait to see this show hit Brisbane audiences next year. In other news, if you are in Canberra and want to see the Broadway hit Come From Away, make sure to book your tickets now. This production will be on for a strictly limited season starting Thursday, 4th of November, and stars recent guests on the podcast Manon, Gunderson Briggs, and Emma Powell. This is not one to miss. You can find tickets at comefromaway.com.au. Now back to you, Tori. Friends from way back, Lily and Charlotte have recently relocated from Long Launceston, Tasmania, to Brisbane to further their studies. Charlotte is also in her first year studying musical theatre at the Conservatorium of Music in Queensland. Charlotte has represented Australia on two occasions at Dance and Latin Championships in Latvia and Moscow. She holds both Australian and New Zealand titles in Latin style and in 2018 was inducted into the Dance Sport Tasmania Hall of Fame. She has also starred in multiple amateur theatre shows including Sophie in Mamma Mia and Fran in Strictly Ballroom. Lily's passion for dance has taken her all all over the world, winning international and Australian titles, placing her 48th in the world for Latin dancing at the British Championships. She has travelled around America and Europe with this prestigious dance company, Burn the Floor, and has also been a dancer on Dancing with the Stars for three consecutive seasons now, having just completed her most recent season. Most recently, the pair have just launched Latin Fitness with a 45-minute non-stop dance class in Brisbane. Please welcome to the mic, Lily and Charlotte. Hi! Hi! (laughs) Thanks for having us. Thanks for being on the podcast. I'm so excited I get to chat with you guys today. For those um, listening, actually, Charlotte and I go to uni together. So this is how we organize this little (laughs) podcast get together. So it'll be really fun to have a chat about all things, not only theatre, but also Latin dancing. Yeah, we're so excited to be here. Thank you both for having us on. And yeah, first questions, take it away. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess the first question we have for you both is a little bit about how you got into Latin and ballroom dancing. Is that where you both met? Um, Yeah, so I definitely was not a natural dancer. And if anything, I was a bit of a tomboy. But my mum married um, a professional Latin dancer who actually used to do Dancing for Stars himself. Um, And so I was put into dance shoes and forced along to ballroom and Latin dancing um, (laughs) out of my sneakers and my runners. Um, But as I went on, I sort of started to get a little bit competitive with my older brother who used to dance and then I really wanted to beat him. And then I sort of started to realise, oh, maybe I actually don't mind dancing. Um, and then soon it was like everything. I was obsessed with it. Love dancing um, is a big part of who I am. And, um, yeah, and Charlotte actually danced with my older brother. So yeah. we were rivals, actually. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we're very competitive at but, everything we do. But we have very healthy competition and that's that's the key. You've got to find the healthy part in the competition. But, yeah, no, my dancing journey started um, young at three. I sort of started with ballet, jazz, a bit of tap. But at 11 I started ballroom and that's where we met. And, yeah, we just became 
really great um, family friends as well because obviously dancing with Henry Lilly's older brother, we spent a lot of time together in the studio and outside of the studio. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, for both of us it was sort of just Lily forced into it, me already loved dancing and wanted to try something new. <laughs> That's fantastic. And obviously a, f- a friendship has blossomed from that, that um, you guys are living with each other now, <laughs> living in Queensland, living your best lives. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was all a bit, um, I guess, unexpected. I feel it's like spontaneous, for me, yeah. I call it like a pandemic epiphany, but basically I, um, yeah, I auditioned for the con as Eliza knows and um, after already studying and completing a Bachelor of public relations but I decided it was what I wanted to do and Lily helped me with my audition videos and um, like filming for me and we just got chatting one day and it was sort of just like a moment of do you want to move to Brisbane together and here we are. (laughs) That's so exciting and that's like a a huge move as well not only obviously moving from Tasmania to Brisbane but also making that decision to go back and study, which is obviously what Eliza's just recently done. Yeah, so we definitely clicked on that when we first met each other. We were like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, we've had very similar paths. So it's cool, really cool. Yes. Oh, we have, yeah, not straight off high school, like coming straight in. We're yeah. like, oh, we actually did other things in our life. And we're like, we're really old. <laughs> <laughs> which is definitely something we'll talk about a little bit later. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Lily, this is obviously a bit of a question much more directed at you. What was the audition process like for Dancing with the Stars? Oh, so this is a bit of a funny story. Unfortunately, I won't have many good tips for people. (laughs) Um, So I was actually backpacking in South America and I was in the Amazon rainforest doing volunteer work. So I had no reception and the auditions went ahead in Australia um, and I totally missed out on it. I missed out on the call. I missed out on the whole audition process and no one could reach me. But lucky for me, my stepdad is literally like my agent, self-appointed agent, and called them up and was like, okay, I haven't spoken to Lily, but I've got someone who I think would like to do it. And I was fortunate enough that that, that actually contacted um, a company that I'd danced for previously, Burn the Floor, um, and they ha- had already sort of put me down on a list as a, as a potential option. So literally the feeling I got when I got Wi-Fi, when I got out of the Amazon rainforest, I just had miss call, miss call, miss call, miss call. Lily, Lily, answer your phone. We've got to do this. We've got to do this. I literally just drove to the best Wi-Fi, um, did a Skype interview, sent through some footage and some photos, um, and then, yeah, then I found out a few weeks later that I got it. So, unfortunately, I missed out on the actual live auditions because people did go there, you know. Yeah. It was a big process. You got the numbers, you did dancing, you got asked questions, how you teach, things like that. Um, unfortunately, I didn't actually get to do that process, which is a bit of a bummer because I haven't got any tips. But um, just from doing <laughs> um, an interview via Skype, always um, just being as prepared as you can. Um, and just being yourself and, you know, yeah, haven't really, uh, unfortunately, that's all I've got. <laughs> Bit disappointing there. Sorry, guys. No. I love hearing um stories when people have come into being on shows for like serendipitous moments like they just have someone who's put them forward for something and then that's how it happens and it's a bit how the world works in a lot of ways Mm. a lot of performance and and things like that work through word of mouth making like a lot of it is making sure you're in the right place at the right time or you've had previous experiences like you said with different dance companies and things and I guess um on the note of teaching because dancing with the stars is not only like you have to be a great dancer but it also is about how you teach someone else to dance what do you think is like the most challenging thing to transforming a star who's never danced before into a competitive dancer that is a tough that's a tough one I think (laughs) out of my three experiences every single one has been so different um obviously because everyone learns so differently everyone has more talent naturally um different backgrounds and stuff like that but I definitely think as a teacher, my main thing when I'm on Dancing with the Stars is, yes, to push them, but also to keep it enjoyable and be a support for them. Um, You're spending eight hours a day, you know, and on show days, like 12 hours or more with this person, and you need to be there as a support and you really need to become a team. So there is that, you know, student-teacher relationship, but then there's also, I've got you, 
we're doing this together. Um, and definitely when you have got that relationship, coming into practice becomes more enjoyable, which results in harder work, spending more time in the studio, which ends up in better results. And that's sort of my method of it. I, you know, if someone's having a bad day, I'm not going to be like, taskmaster, do this, do that. Um, I'd like to think um, a good balance of, you know, pushing but also being understanding and, um, yeah, and just adjusting to each person because each person is so different. Mm. Um, yeah, one year I had Jet Kenny who had never danced who'd never done anything remotely dancing, um, yeah, who was completely new. And then the second year I had um, Christian Wilkins who had done some dancing at school. He was showing me moves. He was like, babe, let's put this in. Like, I feel this here. And I was like, yes, I feel this too, like, which was great. And then Lincoln as well um, had had like a little bit of dance experience, but um, he was sort of maybe an in-between um, no experience in a little bit. So every year is super different and I just have to adjust. And my main thing as a teacher is keep it enjoyable because that results in them working harder. So, yeah. And I guess at the end of the day, it's more about having fun with that kind of show. And and it's more about seeing the other person's progress and how far they can go than winning per se, like going all the way. It's not the main objective of being on the show. It's actually to enjoy the process. Yeah, and everyone's journey is so different. Like it's it's such a tricky show because you can't really compare. You have to sort of compare just on a personal level from where that person has come from week to week mm-hmm. um, because you do have people who've been dancers who actually come on the show um, so it's really it's really difficult and it really is a personal journey and it is like there is um, the dancing side of it, which is hard, but it's also so mentally draining. And that, that's what I think people don't really get to see at home is all the behind the scenes of how tough it is. Like I remember with Lincoln, he had so many injuries and he would literally like be on the floor in pain after every single run for our finale. We only practised our lifts like a few times because – you know, it was just so dangerous and our producers had literally said to us, no, in this tech run you actually can't do your lifts, we're not allowing it, you know, because it's too dangerous for him and his injury. So there's this whole other side and then as soon as the cameras come on it's kind of like smiles because they're yee. But they're, they're, <laughs> and, we're, and we're like that's the easy part but there's a lot of work that goes into it and a lot um, of mental mental struggle and stuff like that as well so yeah it definitely definitely sounds like you handle it I think in the best way that you can because there would be so much pressure on you to you know make them the best that they can be in this moment depending on their experience so I think taking it as you've said like you know just doing whatever is best for both of you but obviously you know taking care of them and doing what is best for them in that moment as much as it is for the tv is probably the most important take yeah, away from it 100 percent. i'm crying every night i'm so stressed <laughs> i'm not gonna lie i'm crying every night <laughs> every day i'm just trying to be like wow but it is because i i how scary for someone who's never danced before you know and it's like this and that camera action you know all this kind of stuff and then i'm there trying to support them and then and on top of that putting yourself out there yeah you know, sometimes like, i forget and then i get a few days before i'm like what am i going to do in that section like i was yeah. getting them to it and i was like oh no what, what am i going to do and, you know but it is so scary for them so that's all i can do is try and give them as much energy as i can from me and as much support as i can and especially like say with Christian, we went into lockdown together. This is when COVID wasn't really a thing. Like when it first hit Australia um, and we're like, what, what is, what is going on? And we had to isolate in a hotel together. So then he also became our support. We'd take turns in crying every day. We did not know like COVID wasn't, wasn't a thing. Like what is going on? Dancing on the rooftops. Um, Yeah. we, we, We were able to stay in the competition, but we had to go up on the top of the hotel rooftop to train. Um, which Whoa. like was not not the best because Christian is super pale and he was like the sun oh and, like had his shades <laughs> on his big hat he's like sweating it was like 30 degrees there's construction everywhere he can't actually hear what I'm saying I'm like do it again other foot and stuff like that so um that was that was an experience and a half 
But, um, yeah, I can look back and smile now. But, yeah, he was definitely a big support through for me as well through that time. Um, and so with Lincoln and Jed as well also supported me heaps because um, you do you do develop such a bond with um, with your partner. So, yeah. I love That's that. Amazing. It seems like it's been an absolute journey, like <laughs> tumultuous journey through the last three seasons. Very different seasons. Yeah, <laughs> no, no three have been the same. It's um, it's been a roller coaster, but also amazing, and you know, highlights of my life. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Oh, <my laughs> and Charlotte, you kind of already touched on this before, but how did you make the decision to pursue studying music theatre at the con? So, um. I guess like musical theatre for me wasn't really a thing until I started high school Um, and then I just like auditioned for the school musicals and sort of had this realisation that, oh, okay, like maybe I can sing and dance and then maybe I can do a bit of acting and dance. And then it was like I just loved it. It was, was, um, yeah, something that became one of my main hobbies. And then um, I auditioned for... Sorry, mine's a bit of a weird one. I auditioned for NIDA and VCA when I finished, um, my, like I had a gap year. I pretty much finished school and was like, got no idea what I want to do. I'll have a year off, I'll stay in Tassie, I'll work it out. Um, decided to audition for VCA and NIDA, but at the same time I uh, put an application for a Bachelor of Public Relations at Deakin in Melbourne. So I thought if I if I don't get into VCA, I'll go and start my Bachelor of PR because I was sort of ready to study again. Um, didn't get into VCA or NIDA, so off I went to Melbourne, did my degree there and enjoyed it, but theatre is my passion. And so I was sort of like, okay, so I could work in, you know, my I had a great job in Tassie and um, really loved it and everything, but I just sort of felt like when COVID hit there was something that was just maybe missing. Um, but a big part of that too was when I was living in Melbourne, I – decided to audition for a musical in Tassie, so Strictly Ballroom. So um, I thought, Fran, I'm like Latin ballroom dancer, this is perfect. Auditioned, got the role of Fran. So I actually spent three months commuting back to Tassie on the weekends to um, rehearse for that. And then I was also interning as part of my PR degree and working in Melbourne. So that was a crazy like four months, but it was awesome. Um, Did that show and I think after that, that was when I sort of realised, no, this is what I really love. So I finished my degree and did Mamma Mia in Melbourne, came home to do Mamma Mia in Tassie. Lockdown happened. As I said, pandemic epiphany was just like, I think this is what I actually need to be doing. So I auditioned for the con and I only auditioned for the con. So I have a friend, Hanlon, who's in third year and he um, he had spoken about his experience, um, just basically couldn't have spoken more highly about it, about the faculty, about the students, about how they really value even, um, you know, mental health and they're really big on, like, everyone looking after themselves and everything and not, not that I'd, um, I, I don't know, I don't know why looking back, I just, something drew me, that's what, I think that's what drew me to the con. Um, and so, yeah, I, I didn't end up auditioning anywhere else. I just had a crack there and I was fortunate enough to get in. So, yeah, for me it was sort of a weird path. Like, I'm 24 now and, I like I said, I, I do feel a little bit old but it's also been a really interesting path to get there and I finally feel like I'm doing something that I really love every day which is a really great feeling because I want to do this now you know I sort of it was a bit of a now or never moment I thought if I don't have a crack at this now I'm probably not going to do it because in a few years time I will actually feel too old um so <laughs> I, yeah and um that's how I ended up there so Basically, long story short, I I got back into theatre and just realised this is where I need to be, yeah. I think for a lot of people it comes to those moments where you go, oh, do I want to make this like big leap to completely switch what I'm doing in my life or can I really move into state and take that that big leap? But if once you do it, you won't regret it. And I think too, like in Eliza, like you're probably the same. It is this... It's this thing of like, I had a great job, I had a degree, I was living back at home, I was saving money, blah, blah, blah. But there was always something that I was like, will I forgive myself if I don't have a go at this? And it is a big thing to do. I'd already moved away from home. So the moving away part 
was less scary than it probably should have been. Like I don't know anyone in Brisbane. We don't know anyone here. This is very new, but part of that made me really excited. We had an ongoing joke at the start. Like, we had, <laughs> we had <laughs> friends who were like, hey, friends, oh, it's just you. Like, <laughs> we do this like, kind of weird thing where we always like talk in an American accent and we'll get up in the morning and walk into the kitchen and be like, hey, we should invite our friends friends over. Like, oh, wait, we don't have any. <laughs> <laughs> then I started uni and then it was just like, oh, and this is what it's like. Like, Disclaimer, free. we have friends now. <laughs> Only four. <no. laughs> but um, that was the thing for me. I was like, day one at the con and I've got 23 mates. You know, like that's a guarantee yeah. and the people I'm going to be with the next three years. And that was really exciting. And not just 23 people, 23 bubbly, outgoing people who have the exact same passion and share that same love for theatre that I do. And that's that's what's really cool about, I like calling it theatre school. Um, that's what's really cool about theatre school is you're there every day. Like the energy is just beyond. Like you're honestly exhausted when you get home at the end of the day because everyone is just like, wow. And it's, it's what you expect it to be and more. But it, it's full on and it's hard work. But it's if you get there and, and you don't, and it, and you you realise that it is, but every day you wake up and you just go and you don't think about it, then you're doing what, in my eyes, you're doing what you, you should be doing. And yeah. that's how I feel about the con. Yeah. And I think on a separate note, what you were saying before in terms of like when you auditioned, because I for myself, I've auditioned for VCA and I, I auditioned for WAPA last yeah. year. And, you know, like we've been auditioning for some places. And I remember one year there was this really talented girl who I went to university with and she auditioned for NIDA. And one of the NIDA teachers who was on the board for that audition came to our uni and heard her sing and said, how did you slip through the crack- cracks? Mm. How did we not see you? And I think for a lot of people, bearing in mind that, like, if you don't get in on your first time, it's actually not the be-all and end-all and it might not even be your ta- talent. Because, honestly, people can just slip through. Like, you could yeah. you could be the most talented person in the room and for some reason, because there's so many people auditioning, you could just not quite get yeah. there. But it's not to keep trying. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Not to keep give up. Because, I mean, I tried multiple years. Yeah. Like, I feel like, yeah, I found, found the place I want to yeah. be. Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, like, I just like I just love the con. Like, I, I do have this thing where I'm like, this is, like, where I'm meant to be. And um, it's, I think as well, like, the actual audition process has obviously changed a lot. So, you know, back when yes. I auditioned the first time, it was in person. Um, and... And, and for a lot of people, and in fact, I think it's just pretty much everyone, auditioning in person is a lot more intimidating, scary than it is doing it over Zoom. And so I think now, I mean, in this digital age, I, I do believe that auditions will primarily be maybe what like COVID's taught a lot of people, a lot of businesses that we can do things online. And I think that it just removes this one layer of stress. You're in your place and I guess if I have any advice for people who are auditioning um because I'm actually not sure what the process is going to be this year I'm not sure if it's online or in person all of phase one is amazing amazing so that in itself gave me such a sense of comfort like I I remember Mm. sitting down waiting for that camera to go live actually weirdly thinking and now that I look back I go that was the most relaxed I've ever been in an audition. And it's so easy to say to people, relax, be yourself, but you're stressed. Like this is like, you're stressed, you're nervous. Obviously this is like, you're like people dream about this moment, you know, for such a long time. This is, they're like, this is what I want to do. And, um, but if you can find that peace of mind, to just be like, be yourself, just enjoy that process I think you get so much more out of it and I really did I settled in and I saw everyone's faces pop up including Eliza's because we were in the same call back which is really (laughs) cool um and you know it's just like enjoy sitting enjoy watching enjoy seeing other people enjoy listening to their voices and because looking at that screen now I look back I'm like okay I think three people in that audition are now in the course we're all in there together yeah I think it was like three or four of us um it's just it's so hard to get inside your head and just be like oh no 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 and you hear other people singing you're like I'm not good enough oh my gosh she's amazing oh my gosh Mm. but if you can find that that moment to just be like be yourself I I can only do what I've prepared you know like 
I'm as prepared as I can be, then that's all you can do. And I guess, um, yeah, because it was a funny, our next question was actually any tips for auditioning this year. Well, there's um, my tips. I got ahead. I got ahead. There's your tip. <laughs> but in terms of, I guess, the actual audition itself, being the most comfortable in what you're presenting is probably the best thing you can do. And also, like, especially with, like, dance auditions, would you have any, like, advice on, like, mm-hmm. you know, styles or, or anything that you think yeah. would be really helpful for the dance auditions? Because usually you have to now film them yourself. <laughs> yeah, you do. So for me, I just I just straight away went, I'm doing something jazz because jazz is what I've done. Yeah. You know, I mean, Latin is what I've done at the most, com- you know, highest competitive side of things, but that's mm-hmm. not musical theatre. So I thought I'll go straight with, I did like a, um, I did like loose. a foot, foot loose. loose. I'm, I'm not obviously a not a singer, so <laughs> you might want to, you might want to turn the volume down on that part. <laughs> <laughs> it really came in and filmed me. I did a jazz routine to foot loose. Um, play to your strengths. If you're not a dancer, seek help. Like, like people are so generous in this industry. Like message your mates, message a friend of a friend, hey, can you can you help me with my Cory? Like people are so awesome in this industry and they're always willing to help. So, um, yeah, like don't feel like, oh, my God, I have to do a dance. I've never danced before in my life. What am I going to do? I'm just not going to audition. <laughs> like try not to have that mentality. It's easy to say for me as a dancer. But for me, like I felt like that with the acting part, you know, it's like, oh, okay, now we're going to do some improv. I'm just sitting there. I just went into that audition like no expectations. Oh my gosh, the improv. I know. <laughs> Can we talk about that for a second? This is the thing. <laughs> I left that audition going, that wasn't even bad. Like that was fine. And and I don't really have any experience in improvisation. That's not really something you do in high school theatre and definitely not what you do in community like amateur shows. You're given a script and off you go. But um, again, like I said, try. I know it's scary, but try and enjoy it because at the end of it I kind of giggled to myself I was like what did I just do but I was just like I didn't even know it was a blur I was just like go with it go with your first instinct yeah it was actually really funny because we were in the same callback and in your call if you do get a callback you do a improvisation challenge (laughs) and we had a piece of paper that we had to turn into an object and then endow and tell a story and I was very um I was getting my wisdom teeth out that week so I was basically like ill as anything I was like on these very high pain tolerance (laughs) drugs and I remember sitting there and like Charlotte did this absolutely beautiful piece where it was like a birthday card thank you I was like can you tell me what I did yeah it was a birthday card and she was like telling about her boyfriend it was this beautiful thing I thought it was amazing my boyfriend non-existent see you make it up you (laughs) make it up who is this boyfriend (laughs) Lily's like who are you talking about (laughs) my boyfriend with the acting side it, it is hard because like on Zoom, I reckon from my experience that would be, and I can only assume the hardest thing for the actual um, oh. panel is to try and 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 get that out of everyone when they're on a camera with a piece of paper. Yeah. Um, yeah. So don't don't feel the pressure of oh my gosh I have to be creative. Honestly, for me, I got this piece of paper and she was like make up a story and I went it's a birthday card and I'm going to tell a random story about my ex boyfriend. All I wanted was a birthday card. Done. There you go. It was iconic. Iconic. Thanks, (laughs) Laz. I think it's um, really good to hear how important it is just to try. It's definitely um, a scary thing. I think too. And I think it might have been Paul who actually said this, or someone said this recently about like how nowadays it's not about being a triple threat. There's a fourth element. Mm. And that fourth element is, is you. Like, what are you like as a person, your personality? And, like, that's such a, yeah, it's such an important thing now. You know, it's not just about, and, and oh, no, that's right. I lie. Go again. It, that's another one. But it was being a triple threat, but also the fourth one, which is being a good company member. And so, that's unfortunately, yeah. in an audition, they don't, they don't get to see that. But as soon as you enter the con, that's what they also are looking at is how, and not just the con, I'm sure this is what it's like at every single school, is it is so important to be a good company member now and, and they watch that and they look for that. And, you know, you can yeah. you can tell that they're that that's what they want because 
if you're not a team player, yes, it's about developing your voice, your dance skills, your acting skills, but everything, most things that you do towards the end are company based. It's about working with others. Yeah, that is very, very true. It's definitely something that we are learning along the way. And I think that everyone can learn along the way is how to be a good company member. Well, I guess on a very separate note, we're actually going to do a little bit of a game um, that Tori has organized for us today. Is this how well you know each other? Because we're going to ace it. (laughs) Well, pretty much actually how well you know each other. But it's a bit of like a who's most likely. Oh. Oh, you're about to find out a lot about this us. This is great. This is great. <laughs> I hope these aren't too juicy. <laughs> um, I don't think so. I don't think they're too bad. <laughs> we'll jump into it. And I guess what I'll just get you to do is say the person's name that you think is, is most likely to do this. And you can say yourself if you want to, but just whoever you think is most likely to. But... The first one is, who's most likely to move to Italy? Lily. Yeah, probably. <laughs> that oh, seems like such a resigned <laughs> answer, though. That wasn't, like, excited oh, about the prospect. <laughs> um, I'm heading off. <laughs> oh, sorry. I just, she, she's actually not allowed to leave. We have this room where she goes somewhere I go to. So she's most likely to make the decision. I'm most likely to, to come along. Yes. <laughs> Who's most likely to forget their dance? Oh, me. Really? I think you're so... Oh, actually, yeah, maybe you. (laughs) Definitely me. You're definitely way more organised and prepared for things. But you have better memory. Much better. I think... No, you know what? I think I keep faking it. I think I'm just really good at faking it. Fake it till you make it. Yeah. Who's most likely to marry a celebrity? Charlotte. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I would agree. Alana, you're a part of this. <laughs> no, I'll, I probably would. <laughs> She's waiting for it. Yeah, we've been saying since day dot at uni that she needs to marry Zac Efron. It just needs to happen. He's in Byron. He was only around the corner. Of course. Maybe you should tell him. Exactly. That's why he was in Tassie to visit her. I'm glad we have recorded proof of this. Maybe he might come running my way now. <laughs> so the next question is, who's most likely to work on Broadway? Charlotte. Although <laughs> my singing. Look, the singing is not great, but she tries really hard. Sometimes we have a few little singing lessons. The best one is sometimes we're in the kitchen. We sing a lot in the kitchen. The kitchen is our creative space. And um, <laughs> Lily will start and do, and look at me like as if, did, did I hit that note? Did I hit it? And it's just a little me, like a little, oh. Keep going and she'll hold it. Sorry, I'm totally exposing you. The best way to describe it that we found is like think of like a normal person and then I'm just like a little bit below average. Slightly below average. Slightly below average. Not terrible. Slightly below. Um, Yeah, had like three singing lessons. Unfortunately, that hasn't kicked in yet. She's an alto. She's an alto. (laughs) Ladies and gents, she's an alto. I'm just a rapper. I'm just a rapper. She's the rapper of the band, you know. I love that. We've got two more. So who's most likely to fall off stage? (laughs) I have fallen off stage. (laughs) (laughs) I've fallen off stage twice. Oh, my God. You meant to save that for the bedtime stories at the end. Oh, but that wasn't even going to be the bedtime (laughs) story. I forgot about this, actually. I was like, you know, there's a little improv section and it's like kind of like a Cuban Havana feels and I'm like there in my thing and grooving along, shaking my booty and then we have like these stairs and I like strut over during a show and, you know, when you fall and then you try and like help yourself but then you're like, no, no, and dung, 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 and literally like legs up, skirt, um, oh, literally no. like, hi, everyone, and I literally finished like someone sitting right there and it's like when I looked up, they were all just looking at me and I was like, this is way too close and yeah, <laughs> not, not fun. But plenty of laughs, plenty of laughs for everyone else in the cast. So Highly look, entertaining. I provide some entertainment. That was that was <laughs> entertainment there. All right, the final question is, who's most likely to have an onstage wardrobe malfunction? Probably me. Have you had any? 
I have had plenty. We've both had plenty, but I think last night we went <gasps> to drinks, and as we were leaving, Charlotte's dress literally ripped open. I think so... the funniest part of the whole story is that sorry, the funniest part of it is that we were at drinks for an end of challenge party. So Lily's an F forty five coach, and I did the forty five day challenge. You know, mostly just like meet people and like gain a bit of muscle, and you know. Anyway, must have gained a bit too much muscle because when I bent over, I ripped my dress. The funniest bit, though, not not ashamed um, to embarrass myself, got home and went, I better change into pants, put on my favourite pants, rip the zip. So last night I ripped both of my outfits and Lily's like, it's okay, it's okay. Yeah, you look good. It's all the muscle. You just put on so much muscle now. Well, there we go. Everyone got to know a little bit more about you guys and – and who's most likely to do this? Yeah. <laughs> Jumping back into it, though, Lily, you have had the opportunity to tour America and Europe with Burn the Floor, which has some pretty jaw-dropping dancing. What were some of the challenges you encountered along the way with this show? Oh, it's an experience and a half. So pretty much I moved to New York. Well, first contract was in out of New York. Flew there when I was 18. So straight away out, oh. like I finished school like a month before, had my graduation. And I just hadn't really thought through what I was doing. And it wasn't until I was on the plane and bawling my eyes out of it going, oh, no, what am I doing? What am I doing? I was the youngest in my cast by a mile. Um, oh, wow. It was and I hadn't been, because I'd only done competing before, I'd never been part of a show. All of a sudden I was thrown into like 16-hour day rehearsals. In Latin American, you keep your routines for years. I'd never really done choreography. All of a sudden I was learning an hour show and then two other 45-minute shows. Um, I actually think that I've blocked it out of my memory. I can't remember the time because it was so traumatic. I literally just like, I just... I don't know what happened. I remember crying. I remember getting the best abs of my life because I'd never done all these lifts and so much cardio before. My feet, lost all my toenails, um, had cuts, had cuts from dancing on a different floor. Like my toe wasn't used to the different stage floor. Um, It's really glamorous. Yeah, it's kind of my mind just doesn't access that part anymore. Oh, my God. In saying saying all that, best time of my life. (laughs) You know, after I went through that traumatic first month, obviously got homesick as well, but my family, my mum and my stepdad came and visited me, thank goodness. Otherwise, I don't want, wouldn't have lasted. Um, But I'm so proud of myself. And I just, I'm like, wow, girl, you were so brave. Now I'm like, I don't know if I would do that anymore. But (laughs) it was amazing. And then my second contract that I went on, which was out of Europe in Denmark, I was pretty much dancing with my best mate and had so many, had so many fun times. And that was just awesome. And even the, even the challenging times were amazing because we had each other and um, Mm. the massive support and you know, when when you're with one of your besties, you're always going to be okay. So, yeah, fun times. Yeah. Oh my god, that sounds that it does sound like an amazing experience. But especially eighteen, straight out of high school, like on the other side of the country, um, on the other side of the country, other side of the world, would have mm-hmm. definitely been a lot. And then to be thrown into, you know, having to perform at the caliber of these people that you've never met or worked with before would be intense yeah and I I definitely was my dancing was not ready for that like I was very lucky that uh our boss Peter Roby had been at the Australian Dance Sport Championships and seen me dance and then all of a sudden the girl that was supposed to go on to this contract um had an injury and they needed a short you know, about about my height, brown hair, this really Latin dancer, and all of a sudden I was just thrown into it. So not only that, I felt totally out of my comfort zone. Like these routines were stuff I'd never done before. I, I've never stretched and all of a sudden I needed to be flexy, had never done lifts. Like it was just insane. It was just insane. It was so much. But you know what? When you're under the pump, you just do it. And I was on my own. You know, there's no Wi-Fi as well, so I couldn't call anyone. I couldn't, I didn't know anyone. I was the youngest. And 
when when you have to do it, you just do it. And I look back and I'm like, yeah, I'm really I'm really proud of myself, and um, it's definitely defined me, you know, as who I am as as a person. And I'm really proud of myself for pushing through. Um, but that's the thing. You always you always think I can't do it. And if I had known it was going to be like that, I'd be like, mm, I can't do this. I'm I can't do that. Even with Dancing with the Stars, when when Andrew was like, I'm going to put you down. I called and I put you down. I'm like, oh, I can't do that. I can't choreograph. I can't teach a beginner in that amount of time. Like I can't do this dance and that dance at that level and teach a beginner lifts and stuff like that. And you know what? When you're there and it's like, okay, you're doing this dance. You've got a week to teach them. It's like, okay, let's go. What do I do? You know, you yeah. don't you don't break down because there's no time for that. And sometimes it is just the best thing just to throw yourself into it. And, you know, if this, Shah said, with auditioning, like sometimes you don't always feel like you're ready, but just throw yourself into it because I learned so much in that time. My first season of Dancing with the Stars, my first contract with Burn the Floor, like you just fast track. Yeah. Why would you not fast track? Throw yourself into it. Yeah. And you know what? If you they're not going to take you, if you can't do it, yeah. you know, yeah. or they'll kick yes. you. Out. <laughs> you know, yeah. you know, yeah. like, and you will find a way. Have belief in yourself that you you will find a way. And that's what I've always done with my dancing. I've never felt like I was ready for this or that. And even when I do things now, I kind of I kind of just go, you know what? I'm just going to give it a crack. I mean, like that is for us sort of Latin fitness. Yeah, we're not business women, you know. <laughs> and, you know, I have my PR degree, which is a fantastic thing to have behind us. But like, you, you do just work it out as you go, and like, you're never going to be ready. You're never going to be ready, and it is such a cliche. Like, but like, I can't isn't a thing. You can, you mm. actually can. Um, you just have to say yes. Yeah. Put yourself out there. What's the worst that could happen? A lot of our adults are just faking it until they can make it. And that's yeah. pretty much all you got to yeah. do. You just got to go, yes, I have those skills. And then you acquire the skills. I actually read an awesome post the other day by this girl. And it was pretty much just like, it was just a photo of her. And she started this business that's become a bit of an empire. And it was just like, I can't. And the whole thing was just like, oh, I, no, sorry, it was I don't. She's like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I don't, I didn't know what I was doing when I started, but I obviously have, she obviously had skills that have gotten her to where she is and like, it's just starting. It's just yeah. saying, you know what, I'm going to audition for the con. Mm. Yep, I've got a stable job, thinking about buying a house. Mm. I feel like I can't dance, but you know what, if you get into the con and you put into those dance classes, you will find a way. Yeah. <laughs> you know. It's, like, it's actually so cool to see the people in our course who <clears throat> are dancers and how much they have improved and because they, they have a crack. They commit themselves to it and it's awesome. So cool to see. Exactly. There's um there's definitely always room for improvement. And I mean, um, kind of I guess on the way of the con, but also like shows that you've done, Shah, how do you feel like Latin dancing has like helped your career so far? And should it be a style more taught across schools? Because I know a lot of dance schools don't really teach that style at all. Yeah. I think um when you first start Latin dancing coming from like a jazz ballet background you realise how conservative those styles can be. So Latin is like, you know, like one of the dancers in Latin is the rumba, which is the dance of love. Um, and hate. And hate. <laughs> <laughs> and I love it. And it's, it's, you know what, it's the dance of passion. And it's like coming from jazz, it's always like point your feet, smile, you know. Um, but I never, it wasn't until I started Latin and Boring that I started to like feel and start to go, which I guess is acting in a sense and 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 in when you dance you are portraying a character and that's what latin and ballroom dancing is especially like the latin style um so i think for me personally i would say yes it is a really beneficial style if especially if you're heading into musical theater because mm. it definitely got me out of my comfort zone and you know you're also um it's very close and personal like you know dancing with Henry, you're dancing with um, some like someone of the opposite sex, and it's quite like you're holding hands, and you know all this stuff was really new to me. I was like, but you you learn to like to be again. It, it's learning to be a team. Latin dancing, you jazz dance, and and you're in a group, but you do most things solo. It is all about like connection with your partner. It, it is very traditional in the sense that the, there's a leader and a follower. And everything that everything is connected. Everything they do 
you then have to react to it. So it's action reaction. Mm. And it is your two people trying to move as one. And it is, it is so, you're so close with your partner. It's, and it's, you can't explain it until you experience yeah. it. And I'd say that's the biggest shock that probably beginners get yeah. with Dancing with the Stars because you go straight to sort of like putting a show together. Well, especially for track. you as the female because yeah. you're teaching a male to lead you. Yeah. And so whereas if it's the male teaching the celebrity who's a female, you know, they can lead the girl, throw but you're actually floor. also teaching the male to lead. Unfortunately, so, I haven't been able to throw any of my guys around the floor. They've all been way too big for me. <laughs> I do, I do. I did try and throw Lincoln around the floor a bit in the future. Yeah. Got to get these muscles a bit bigger. It is. Like, it's this really niche style of dancing that it's not about you individually. It is about finding a connection with your partner physically and emotionally because you have Mm. to portray, you know, you need to portray this story. It's storytelling. So I feel like for me, Latin dancing was my first proper introduction to what it's like to to act because there's days you know and Henry will say it to you walk into the studio and you've spent all week with that person and you go and dance a rumba and they've just been annoying you so much because Mm. they think it's right foot and you think it's left and like you know it's not all (laughs) not all amazing all the time like you know you're with this person so much you do fight and you do have arguments and you do try and you work through that so that's actually another thing too which is really cool about it is learning to like ride the wave of the <laughs> partnership you spend so much time with them you learn how to how to switch switch on and switch off and mm-hmm. and that's what acting is or what I've you know so far what I believe it to be is being able to be in that moment and be that character honestly such a great style to, to learn mm. and to have under your belt because when I think about shows like Moulin Rouge Mm. Um, you know, strictly ballroom, yeah. these musicals, like um, that's that style. That's mm. what it is. And if you um, if you have a bit of that, the ability to switch into that, especially partner work, so crucial. If you know mm. how to work with a partner, absolute game changer. And we've already done some partner work, as you know, Liza, at uni. Um, yeah. And you can tell who's done partner work. Yeah, we actually did a little bit, um, Shah took us in a little bit of a Latin class, some of the ladies, and it was actually amazing how different it was. And like, I'm not a dancer, but I actually really opened up to trying new things because it wasn't rigid. It was a bit more like flowy and it was a bit, it was a lot different to what we're used to. And it was like, oh, I actually prefer this. I like this. (laughs) I was like, can we do more of this? Yeah, because it's free. It's spring and there's there's room to interpret things how you want to interpret them in Latin and ballroom. Yes. In jazz, we all have to look the same. You know, in shows, it's the arm is, you know, 90 degrees here and it's facing down and I want you to look left. And, you know, like, and it's like, everyone, look that way. That's, that's what like, I struggle with. Yeah. If, if, like, I have to come into a class, it's like, no, but I feel this arm. Yeah. And it's like, but no, this is set and it's like, but but I don't feel that. But I don't feel that. <laughs> that's not me. Because in Latin, you have such a distinctive style. Like how I'll dance the exact same step is very different to how Charlotte will dance yeah. it. The basic technique will be the same, but our arms, like how we style it, you know, the, depending on who I'm dancing with as well, you know, yeah. if I'm going to a like masculine feminine kind of look, I'll be, you know, maybe a little bit more sensual, sexy compared to if I'm more like going like pocket rocket kind of vibes. Mm. Um, mm. So it's so it's so style-based and you really can express yourself. It would be good, I think, if it was something that was more readily taught in dance schools. And obviously you guys are getting a bit of it at university. Um, But speaking of Latin dance, what sparked the idea to start Latin fitness? So pretty much because of COVID, I was supposed to be going on an Australian tour with Burn the Floor and that all got cancelled after Dancing with the Stars. So I um, I was sort of waiting for COVID to finish to, to... to sort of do my next thing and then like a few months went past so COVID still hadn't finished <laughs> I was like okay I'm gonna I'm gonna go home now this is not leaving so I went home to Tassie and um pretty much I was chatting with my stepdad and we came up with the idea obviously COVID wanting to do something on your own so you don't need a partner a bit of fitness um and we came up with Latin fitness and we started it down in Tassie at Palmer's Dance Studio there and it took off like I remember the first class just looking at it everyone like oh no 
oh dear, here I go. Um, <laughs> what am I doing? Um, and pretty much, and it just, it was definitely one of those things that started off as a little idea and then just kept growing. So then, you know, like, okay, we need the microphone. We need a platform. People can't see. I'm going to add in this track. This is how it's going to roll. And then we got to the point where we had such a different, you know, we added in more classes and stuff like that. And then it got to the point where the like demographic and like abilities of people were so diverse that then Shah came on board as like up the front doing regressions. So a lot of like older people like don't want to do the jumping and stuff like that. So we had the option for that. Also people who are brand new, a lot of the time it's hard to do like the legs and the arms. Yeah. So then like mm-hmm. all along with Shah for the simpler version. And um yeah and and loved it. Like it was it was a highlight of my week. And then if I was um, you know, I had an injury or stuff like that, Charlotte would take it as well. So it was really great. Um and then we moved up here and we're like, we need to bring this up here. Like and it was it's a bit scary because we don't like in Tassie, we've got we've got lots of networking, we've got lots of connections, you know, and stuff like that. Compared to here, we're like, we don't know anyone yeah you know um and no one knows us and no one knows us and and we're still you know we're still making friends as it is let alone making connections for for the class and people to actually come along and and um and attend but I think um look the thing for me and I know it's the same for Leo is that it doesn't feel like you're working when you're doing mm. something that you love and we mm. love it. Yeah. Like it's We just... spend hours on it instead of doing other things. <laughs> like <laughs> like I can't even tell you how obsessive I was with the social media. I was like, this is gonna be our look and blah blah You know, like it's just it's so fun and it, it's when it's when it's like like your like baby, I guess. Yeah. And that's the thing, like it is like we our, call it our baby. little baby. It's our baby. Like this <laughs> is our baby. But the biggest thing for us is like in Tassie because it's such a small, tight-knit community, it is a real community. Um, everyone's friends, like people come with their friends. Mm-hmm. Lots of mums, like lots of mums loved it. It was like almost like it was their time to get out of the house and like have a dance where their kids won't be like, oh, mum, that's daggy dancing. Yeah. Like have a dance and, and and it is a cardio workout. Like it's, mm. um, yeah. Oh, we die. Yeah, but we try to keep the steps basic, but, like, it's continuous. So, like, yeah. you know, you get a drink break. That's that's the thing. Like, we literally dance around the house every night. And I think people and think that we joke about the way not. we live, but we're not. We're, we're, not. we're literally, literally like, we turn out, we turn off the lights in the kitchen, we bring the speaker in, we get the sauce bottles, we're dancing. I'm literally too much info, too much info. And, and that, that's, that's us. That's us. Like, that's how we are. And at Latin Fitness, it's literally there's it's no us. sauce bottles. <laughs> there's, but it's it's us. not quite at that level. But it literally is just like come along and have a dance. Like if you're here, if you're like at, you know you're being serious and you want to pick up on the technique, you want to nail these arms, you do that. If you're also here just to have a go, come along have a go. If you're here just to work up a sweat, do that. You know, if you just want to do the regression, do the regression. Like it literally is just so open to everyone. Yeah. And you do not have to be a dancer. And that's like the biggest thing that we're still yeah. trying to push to people. Like we've had a few people come, they're like, I can't have friends here. Like they think they need to be a dancer, but you don't because the thing is too, there's so many people that used to come and they'd come and they just stand up the back with their mates and maybe didn't get every step, but they're having a laugh, they're having fun, you know, and, and that's that's what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, it's a fitness class um, to learn basic Latin steps, but everyone who comes has different reasons for coming. Mm-hmm. And we found that towards the end, people were coming because of the community and we really want it to be like mm-hmm. that up here. So we've got, you know, already started like a community Facebook page where we want people to be in there and we want to know these people. We don't just want them to be like, come to the class, see you, we'll see you next week. You know, like it's, yes, it's dance you know, another cliche, but dancing does bring people together because it's such a fun activity. And have a laugh. Like, it is so fun. We're, like, cheering, like, woo! You know, it, it is it is just really a fun time and that that's what we want it to be. Yeah. And no matter, you know, what you're wanting to get out of it, there's so, there's so many different, you know, people coming for all different reasons. We love it. We hope Brisbane will love it. And if, yeah, if you're listening, come along, bring your friends. It is 15 plus um, years, but we um, we just want to have a fun time with everyone and we want you guys to enjoy dancing as much as we do. That is absolutely fantastic. It has been 
such a pleasure talking to you guys about Latin fitness, your own journeys. Um, I personally am so excited to go to my first class with you guys. It sounds just amazing. (laughs) I'm so excited. Um, But before we leave, we actually are going to do a little bit of a bedtime story with you both. Do you have a bedtime story you can share with our audience? Plenty, but we'll pick one. I'll go first. I mean, in the, growing up in the dancing world, you have plenty of stage mishaps for getting the steps. Um, but I think one of my funniest memories would have been um, it was my first ever uh, time at the at like an uh, interstate competition that wasn't like the Australian Championship. So you, you had the Australian Championships at the end of the year. But I went along to this competition. It was my first time in junior. So basically in the ballroom and Latin competition world, when you get to junior, you get to wear fancy dresses. So you get to wear the beautiful mm-hmm. dresses with the Shrosky crystals. And Lily and I had had these. We actually both had green dresses. We yeah, had these so green. <laughs> we had these little green dresses made. It was like sequin crystals and this gorgeous green satin skirt. You also change your heels. So you go from these little block heels into like the higher stiletto heels um, anyway, I've walked down on stage and dad's taking me to this competition and, you know, they're all sitting there watching and about, I reckon it was probably 25 seconds into our samba, which is the first dance. I've lifted my heel and it got caught in my dress and I've ripped my dress. So first time I've ever worn it, just completely ripped the oh. skirt. So, um, I think that dress went almost in the bin, but <laughs> that is devastating. Yeah. Lily, you've told about five bedtime stories in this whole podcast. I know, and now I'm, I'm sitting here right now thinking, which what one do left? I tell? Which one do I tell? <laughs> um, oh, my bedtime story. Oh, okay, I'm going to be really annoying. I'm going to tell two really short ones. Number one, burn the floor. <laughs> Literally, it was like my third show, and you have to preset your costumes like before. And I changed my shoes from like black heels to nude heels, blah, 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 blah. And, like, preset everything. Anyways, come off with this quick change, throw these shoes off. The dresser takes them back. They, like, clean up my stuff. And I go about to go on stage really, really quickly. Group number, objection. Um, and all of a sudden I realise I haven't preset my shoes. I'm about to go on. Like, if I don't go on, like, the grids will be totally, it will be super obvious. And there's, like, lifts and stuff that we all do. So my partner will literally just be on his own. So I just, like, go, uh, and I just walk on with no shoes and all the other girls are in their normal heels and I'm literally in this gorgeous dress in bare feet and my feet are a sight to see as well. They are. I have the biggest toe in the world. Um, it's an ongoing joke. No one is a dancer has nice yeah, feet. Can yeah, we just have yeah, disclaimer, like, yeah. dancers' feet are gross. They've got bunnies. Yes. They've yeah. got callus. Yeah. Oh, they're hard. They're yeah. gross. So that's a disclaimer. If you want to be yeah. a dancer, you prepare for gross yeah. feet. Um, so that, and I got in lots yes. of trouble as well. Like that, that didn't go down well. Um, yeah, that wasn't fun. And then my other one was my first episode <laughs> of Dancing with the Stars. I'd never worn a wig before and now like Beyonce hair. And I was like, mm, yeah, haven't even danced with my hair out much because I always <laughs> tie it back or like have half up, half down. I had two wigs on and I did the opening group number and my head was like this like this because the wig had literally craned my neck and I couldn't like do like the head flicks and stuff like that. And then I came off and I was like, get that wig off, get that wig off her before her next number. And it was just, it was just so embarrassing. And even my, even my dance partner, my, so it was Jed at the time was like, yeah, you look really bad. Like you just don't look good. And I was like, thanks. This is my first time going on live TV. Cause he's so, he like would have even clicked out. How that's probably not a good thing to say to a girl. As she said, like, first time going on live TV, TV. I'm literally got no pants on. I'm in a yellow leotard with these two massive wigs on my head. I'm like, thanks. You think I don't already know this? Like, I look ridiculous. But you know what? That's TV for you because then I saw it on TV. I was like, that hair actually looks good. And that's the thing. Like, I oh had, this I've had to get used to. I have, like, black eyes, black makeup. I'm like, no, don't put all this black on my face and this purple lipstick. And I look in the mirror and I'm like, oh, I look so ugly, but here I go, you know. And then <laughs> and then you see it on camera and they're so professional. They know what they're doing. It's like, actually, that That's looks unreal. really cool. Yeah. That's really yeah. cool. Looks terrible in real life, but on camera that looks really good. <laughs> like, 
my two bedtime stories. Sorry for telling two. No, that's oh, yeah. totally fine. We're, you know, we we get extras and there's, you know, who doesn't love a little bit of extra drama? But those were both amazing bedtime stories. And thank you guys so much for coming on the podcast today. We were so excited to have you guys on. And for anyone listening, don't forget to follow Latin Fitness Australia on Instagram, which is just Latin Fitness AU, as well as at Lily Cornish and at underscore Charlotte Page. Follow them both. They're going places. So is Latin Fitness. So you will want to make sure that you keep up with everything that they're doing. But thank you guys so much once again for taking the time to come on and have a chat with us today. No, thank you to thank you guys. You. It was so awesome. It was so awesome getting to catch up. I'll see you tomorrow, Liz. Yeah, I'll see you tomorrow for Greece. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone stay happy, healthy and safe and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.